0: Welcome to the Phoenix Nest, the podcast where bad bitches read romance. I'm Jess and I'm Kat and today, oh, today, today we'll be covering Not the Girl You Marry by Andy J. Christopher and do we have some thoughts? Um, That's thoughts in your head and not, you know, the other thoughts. Before we get started, though, we want to remind you to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can comment if you want to. That's nice. I like reading those. I read them and then I screenshot them and send them to Kat because I get excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, want to remind you to follow us on our social media. Um, Links are going to be in the description below. And now to the book. Um, Kat, do we want to have opening thoughts, or do we want to just have you read the back, and then we'll get into it? I think we're
1: just going to read the thing. Sorry, I was trying to find the author bio, because I feel like I'm going to have to hate read it for in a minute okay anyways well, <laughs> because i don't normally read all the extra stuff okay i do if i'm like what or i don't understand like some of the references because then i can be like oh they're from that
0: place or do you not whatever. do you not read the acknowledgements at the end at all no no why would i because sometimes they're fascinating okay everyone's friends help them write a book okay Sometimes it will know, because, like, if you read The Acknowledgements in um, Groban Viral, there was, like, a whole history lesson back there. Oh, yeah. That was different, though. I mean, I guess. I'll give it to you. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, this one had a little piece at the beginning. There's an author's note at the beginning. I didn't read it. I didn't
1: want to. Don't give me shit. Okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> How to
1: build a successful relationship. Don't lie. Jack Nolan is a gentleman, a journalist, and unlucky in love. His viral success has pigeonholed him as the how-to guy for a buzzy internet media company instead of covering hard-hitting politics. Fed up with his fluffy articles and the app-based dating scene as well, he strikes a deal with his boss to write a final piece de resistance, How to Lose a Girl. Easier said than done when the girl he meets is Hannah Mayfield, and he's not sure he wants her to dump him. Hannah is an extremely successful event planner who's focused on climbing the career ladder. Her firm is one of the most prestigious in the city, and she's determined to secure her next promotion. But Hannah has a bit of an image problem. She needs to show her boss that she has range, including planning dreaded romantic weddings. Enter Jack. He's the perfect man to date for a couple of weeks to prove to her boss that she's not scared of feelings. Before Jack and Hannah know it, their fake relationship starts to feel all too real, and neither of them can stand to lose the other. Okay, first thoughts.
0: Okay, um, the emphasis that she put on Buzzy is because we were literally talking about how Jack essentially works for BuzzFeed.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't think he actually does any of the app-based dating
0: no, in the book. He doesn't. He, like, is, like, no, nah, I don't like that because friends are doing it. He literally says in the book, his friends are they are at the, okay, this opens up with them at the bar. And they're convincing him to go out because he's... Not going out enough in there to his friends, right? He just had a breakup six months ago, and he should be back on his feet by now because that's the jack that they know. Slam. Whatever, That's what they want him to do.
1: Whatever. But that doesn't even make sense because he – it says right in mean, the beginning he's, like, a relationship dude. Yeah. And so, like, every girl he sleeps with is a relationship. It's not just, like, he's going to go hook up with people. He, yeah, no. He
0: says it. I'm not a one-night-stand person. But like but Okay. He gets onto his friends for being in the bar and they're on Tinder instead of looking around when he sees Hannah, whom he calls legs the entire time, which grosses me out a lot. He's like, Gotta see legs. I hope she turns around and she's just as pretty as her body. And I'm like, That's fucking disgusting.
1: He is attracted to her legs. We talked like about that. you like Stanley Tucci's forearms. Oh, Stanley so Tucci's forearms are totally different. Whatever. I'm not gonna be like, oh forearms. Okay, but like so we have some issues here. We have a lot of issues. We get, okay, he's pigeonholed as the how-to guy for, uh, we're gonna, it's, it's BuzzFeed. It's just BuzzFeed with a fake name. It's
0: Men's BuzzFeed.
1: Yeah, which is dumb. And then in the end, he ends up writing for GQ, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> GQ Chicago. Cool. <laughs> um, anyways. I have some questions, such as, if he liked her that much from the beginning, Mm -hmm. why did he use that as his wreck relationship? He could have gone on Tinder and found someone. He
0: even says that
1: he could have done that. But, like, he just doesn't. And then her whole little blurb, it's like, oh, I'm so successful, except at planning weddings, and it's like... It's a wedding. It's an event. If you don't plan weddings, you don't plan weddings. There are plenty of places that have, like, specific people that do that. That's why they're wedding planners. There's a J-Lo movie. The Wedding Planner.
0: Okay. Kat brought up... I'm just annoyed. An early 2000s rom-com that everyone has seen. And if you haven't seen it, who the fuck are you? This book... And a good one. Yeah. This book is based on how to lose a guy in 10 days. It has to be. It doesn't say it. It literally says right here. Christina Lauren blurbed it on the very beginning. Sharp, smart, and sexy. Oh. A perfectly executed, role-swapped, how to lose a guy in 10 days. It's literally the entire fucking book. Also, Talia Hibbert commented
1: on it on the back. Sexy, cynical, and city sharp. I don't agree with either of these. I think some. I think they're like PR <laughs> people wrote that.
0: You think that they, they just... Through the blurred. romance
1: heroine I've been waiting for. I can give you seventeen others. Rachel Hawkins, are you okay? Fun flirty, fantastic. Fun flirty. I could see that as like a thing. Fantastic. If you like that? Fantastic the triple wasn't F it. wasn't a refund. Okay, whatever. But like, okay. So to show that she has ran, she's going to date someone for two weeks because, because her boss is aware she's single. Yeah. She's like, better find a boyfriend, and then it doesn't even matter. She gets
0: fucking fired. Because her boss is a bitch. Because her boss is a sexist lady. Yes! Her boss is a sexist lady. As you can tell, dear listeners, we fucking hated this book. (laughs) It was such a struggle.
1: Like, okay, so when I got this, I thumbed through it, Mm -hmm. and, um... I read the scene in here where she meets his dad and brother. Okay. I was like, oh, it sounds kind of cute. Like, they're going to play cards anti manny and they're having beer and pizza. That was cool. And literally- a very Chicagoy feeling thing. Like, yes. the description. Yeah. Right? Which, I, I don't know. I know people from Chicago and stuff, but, like, I've never been there. So, like, the pizza and beer and watching sports and, like the The typical, stereotypical thing, right? Yeah, that's like, that's fine. That's like the stereotypical thing. Because they kept York, saying he's like all a stereotypical that uh, like Chicago dude or whatever. Yeah, I. So I was like, okay, I kind of like that when she meets family. That's kind of fun, and she like talks about how like oh he you know he really kind of threw this at me on just meeting his whole family this week or whatever, whatever. But then I read the book, and I didn't like it, and I was like. How do we go from a scene in the middle of the book that I was like, okay, because that's how I
0: pick books, right? We've talked about this. Yeah, I want everyone to know just. that Kat, um, she does this for herself, and she has her students do it, last I remembered. She has this thing where she picks up a book and just reads a section, just just a random section. And if she makes the decision that the book is that section that she read is enough <laughs> that makes her want to read more about how they got there and where it will go from there, she will buy the book and read it. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good good idea to do that.
1: Because, I like, I know some people read, like, the first and the last page. Some people go entirely off the blurb on the back. But I feel like if I can pick it up and I'm like, oh, I need to learn more about this person, then I'm like, oh, okay,
0: it did not work in this book. Okay. I got tricked. So this was one where, um, before we get into the list, because we always have a list Before we get into that, this is one where, when it came out, I saw a lot of people were having a hard time getting through it. And now that I have read it, I think I know why. First, I want to start off by saying, I didn't fucking read this book until yesterday. Like, I just, the whole day, I listened to it on audio and was reading along (laughs) to it. And I, I think the, when we get down to our ratings, a good majority of the reason why I rated it as such is because the narrator of the audiobook was phenomenal. Um, otherwise, everything else kind of fucking sucked. Pardon my French. I'm just going to cuss a lot this episode because I don't, I'm, just, I'm frustrated. There's a bit. lot
1: to be frustrated with for this book.
0: Yeah, but... Because the premise should work. The pre- it worked. worked as a movie. The premise worked in 2003.
1: But... And I don't... I want to say I don't think it doesn't work because it's gender swapped. I don't think that's the problem. The, I don't personally feel that he's more mean than a woman doing the same thing. No. It's it's a shitty thing to do and it's a shitty and unethical thing for someone to ask you to do. Yeah. Can you fake date this person and make them like you and then break their heart by being an asshole when you're not one? Yeah. Like that's a weird thing to say to someone. I think what it is is it was the
0: execution. Uh, yeah, I would say and we'll get And we'll get into that. Yeah, so right. we're in time. We're going to start the list at the very fucking top. Oh, good. This was, obviously, this was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, gender swapped. I said it a thousand times yesterday, because, like I said, I read the whole book the day before recording, which I don't suggest you do. Like, this shit's fresh. I'm still mad. I went to bed angry at this book. Um but also, we were talking, this is kind of also, like, some of the characters kind of reminded us of some of those early 2000 rom-coms, um, and some of the characters. Like, we were talking about, um, Giselle being essentially Emily Blunt's character from the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty, but, like, a huge bitch. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she, like, gets to do everything she wants. Oh uh, fuck Giselle. Yeah. And Emily Blunt's character in that movie. And the bosses. We'll get to that. But, like, there's <laughs> oh, so There's a lot. Um, so, we know that we really love the early 2000 rom-coms.
1: Yeah. So far,
0: we've been knocking it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, we like a good rom-com. But, like, when it comes to, like, the movies, like, the rom-com movies, man, we've got a Cause list. Because they're
1: so formulaic, but, like, not in an annoying way. They're so like, perfect. you have this woman who's doing her job, and you have this schlubby man who who needs a little boost. Like, he has potential.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes it is flipped. Like, if we're being fair, like, it's flipped sometimes. Um, God, what's that movie? Um, Better not be Failure
0: to Launch. We just talked about how it's literally on my shelf behind us. We only couldn't remember what no. movie it was. No, but, like, it is Failure
1: to Launch. But, like... So the problem is, like, in the movies, especially in early 2000s, it's usually, like ugly duckling into a swan transformation for the woman. Yeah. And it's like playboy like, yes. bachelor into marriage material for the dude. Right? It's,
0: it's, it's the reverse. The grown-up the version is of, um, She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. Which I fucking love that movie. Okay,
1: see, it's just pieces of other movies are what this book is built out of. Yeah. It's like, oh, people liked that in 2002. We could make that into a
0: book. But I think the thing is, with it being How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but the opposite of that, it worked in 2003, because in 2003, you could get away with that. It's 2020. I think this book was published last year, because this next book in the series came out um, Yeah, this year. So the thing is, though, it worked in 2013, or 2003, 2013, holy shit, first off, it's 2020. It's October twenty twenty that yeah. Um, it worked then because you could get away with it, and now we're. I'm gonna just fucking say it. We're more woke than we were in two thousand three. First off, I was a freaking what junior senior in high school in two thousand three. Just aged myself. That hurt a little bit. It's fine. But <laughs> but now, like, as, as adults... See, here's what I really wanted to do. I wish I would have had time to do it. I wanted to read this, and then when I was done, I wanted to watch How to Live a Guy in 10 Days just to see where I still stood on that movie, because I used to love that movie in high school. Yeah. Do I feel the same, though? No, that's the question. Do I hate this because I hate the premise of what that movie was now? Or do I hate this because it was so predictable because it was almost copy-paste that movie?
1: I think it might be a little, both. I think when you're younger and more naive, okay. you can see the romance in the situation of, oh, against all odds, they're falling in love, Ugh. but we're too old for that now. <laughs> and we're like, I don't want against all odds. I want someone that chooses to be my person. Yeah. Not someone who uses me to further their career and solely that.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I think that's sense. fine. Yeah. I mean, I would
1: be. I still enjoy the movie. Like, I mean, it
0: was written in
1: a time where that was exciting.
0: I got so. a little, I got a little excited with the scene where they were playing cards against humanity because that's one hundred percent the bullshit scene in How to Lose a Guy. Oh yeah, and the entire time, all I could hear was McConaughey screaming bullshit, and I'm like, God, I want to watch that movie so bad right now because I loved it in high school.
1: But do you see what I mean? Like the whole plot. Is just other plots.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um,
1: except, I guess, in Devil Wears Prada, she had to lose her boyfriend to further her career. And in this one, she needed a boyfriend. To be fair, he sucked. Oh, for sure. But, like, you know, they're like, he's a drag. He was a drag. He was a drag. He but, sucked. like, do you see what I mean, though? Like, yeah. a slight twist
0: whatever. It wasn't just, it wasn't a twist enough. I needed a little bit it's more. It's just
1: everything that. you read in here was like, oh, yeah. Cool, that's not
0: authentic. was not. Well, and that that's going to lead us into the next option. The next thing on the list here was that the writing felt incredibly forced. Everything about it felt forced. Like it, it did didn't so have naturally. a natural
1: flow. It didn't have good character chemistry. Huh. Even, like, their sexcapades, I was like, ooh. And normally, like, that's usually the, like, bright spot in a book that's a maybe redeeming quality we, is that there's good sex.
0: Well, we just came off of Get a Life, Chloe Brown, where the sex scenes were A+. They were yeah. so good. And Talia Hibbert. Get it, Talia Hibbert. I would give that woman all of my money just because I love that book so much. <laughs> Andy J. Uh, Christopher is not getting all of my money.
1: But. Just the $11 for this book.
0: Yeah, just, just the money. Or whatever. Good, whatever. How, I don't remember how much. I don't yet.
1: know, but okay. That's not the point. Um, but the characters were forced. Everything was forced. These, everything so was forced. So these people are supposed to be younger than us, right? Are they? I would assume so. Their ages were so just like... Everything was ambiguous, too. Yeah, everything but was like, ambiguous. Like, how many grown men in the age of 25 to 35, in that age range, mm-hmm. do you know are named Jack?
0: None. I don't know a single Jack. Zero, track.
1: right? I know, well, okay, I know one from elementary school. Okay. One. Okay. I've literally never met any other person named Jack. Not in that age range. I've taught at this point... Like a thousand children.
0: Okay, I never had a student named Jack. We also have the game of you send us your roster so we can see what those names. I look have very like. spicy names on my roster. You yeah. have very spicy names on your roster. Have a good time. And Jack is not one of them.
1: But like, do you see what I mean? Though like, I have never, I have never ever, even in, like when I've met older people, like in my volunteering Jack. and like stuff, I've just never met. That's a dog's name. We definitely worked with a bunch of retired folks at Target. Never met a dude named Jack. Ever.
0: No. Ever. They were all Steve. They're all Steve.
1: Steve.
0: <laughs> we like Steve. Steve was a great guy. Um, but the writing, like we said, the writing is very forced. The slang terms that are used were right. also very forced.
1: And it's weird because, like, they I weren't. know people will be like, well, that's because you don't know who slang like Chicago's
0: like. I don't think that's the problem, because... The slang was... We pick up on all the other ones. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I think the issue is is that the slang that was used was too old for the characters who were saying it, who were using slang.
1: So that's part of it, because the the Sasha friend, right, Mm -hmm. she is, like, kind of old-school, old-fashioned, and so she uses a lot of those. But then even the ones that are used by Jack and...
0: His friends. Hannah oh, yeah, and all of his friends. <laughs> you blanked on her name I know, because we I'm don't care. That. Even though we have a friend named Hannah. I'm sorry, Hannah. I'm so sorry. You're not this kid. You're not this person. Um, But, like, there were, okay,
1: so there were some slang references that I, I was familiar with, but that's because they were sexual. And sexual slang tends to be pretty much the same. In most places, unless you're, like, deep south or something weird.
0: They use the term hoo-ha for vagina. He Which is an East Coast thing.
1: Is it? Yeah, because if you read Stephanie Plum novels, she called it hoo-ha.
0: Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. And then any time they talked about him, like, we would say getting his dick wet, it was he dipped his wick. That was because I was the old-fashioned friend, though. That was Sasha. No, that was m- used multiple times by Jack, Jack's friends, Hannah, and Sasha. I, I didn't even I notice. damn near nearly counted how many of them. Because yeah, it irritated mean, me that much.
1: But that's a very old school phrase, too. And I wouldn't say... Because we've had to talk about, like, East Coast stuff, right? Mm-hmm. East Coast has some kind of, like, old school things that are linked into how they write and how they talk. Just mm-hmm. because that's the East Coast. I don't know if that's true
0: for Chicago. <laughs> well, okay, so my co- annoying. I don't my coworker is from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask him the other day if he was from the 1800s <laughs> because it's not a traffic light, it's a traffic lamp and he's not calling anybody, he's phoning them. Oh no. And then I had to ask him, what is that thing you do to the floor prior to mopping the floor? What do you do to prepare to mop? And he says, you sweep. And I said, cool. What are you using to sweep with? He goes, a broom. So you're brooming? And he says, no, I'm sweeping. I said, okay, so you pick up the phone, yeah? And you're phoning someone or are you calling them? And he had to take a moment and think about what I was saying because you're not phoning someone. You are calling them on a phone. It irritates the piss out of me. And he is from the East Coast. and I But
1: that's the short version of telephoning.
0: No, I can't handle it. Because
1: to telephone is the verb. To, to, to That's tele- like when you say, you're going to
0: phone it in today. Now, see, that makes sense. But when he makes his notes in the accounts and he's like, I phoned the customer. No, you called the customer. Just but you called him. And he's like, I'm going to put this note down and I'm going to make it sound like you wrote it. And then I read it and I'm like, am I from the 1800s? No, I call people. I don't phone people. He has to think about it. It's bad. So, I think, yeah, it could be an East Coast thing. he says things, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Traffic lamp is what gets me.
1: Definitely, um, just regions Mm -hmm. have different slang, and it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. We deal with it anyways in most books, and we usually do okay. It's just, there are some weird choices. There were some weird choices. That aren't ones that most people will get, I think, is the problem. Yeah. And so it was It was difficult to get past that. And so, like, we're talking about how the writing style just feels so forced. And that's part of the problem. Yeah. Is because this might be something that's normal for Andy J. Christopher, but mass market, that's not going to work. It's like when you hear British slang and you're like that's out of place. It's the same feeling.
0: Well that was like that was like reading um, Get a Life Chloe Brown because that was set in the UK. However, we understood that that was set in the UK. We didn't have a moment where we were like, "Wait, hey, what?" Because yeah. sometimes you'll read, you'll read a book and you you'll have no idea where they're at and it's British slang and you're going, like, "What the fuck?" Or it's like Australian slang or you know, just something that's not what we're used to and that's us being shitty americans that's on us i will say that i I mean mean, she's a fucking law school graduate too oh another fucking lawyer every listen just don't fuck with anybody in the romance universe like don't do it they're all lawyers they will burn your ass to the ground it makes me feel bad about talking shit about this book now because andy j christopher could 100% sue us and i'd be like well we kind of deserved it (laughs)
1: Sue us for what? Defamation. We're not saying she sucks. We're saying the writing style is difficult. It's difficult. That's different. That's not defamation. That's an opinion. It says she lives in D.C., but that she went to Notre Dame and Stanford. Oh, well, okay.
0: But is she from Chicago? It doesn't say that. Is... I don't Because she's, um, Hannah's from Minneapolis in this book. Which is also weird. I mean, Minneapolis is Minneapolis. It's the home of Prince. Where my sister lives. Or used to live.
1: Okay, this isn't really safe. Anyways, we can move on. I'm just.
0: What do you want to talk about next? I want to talk about how the cover is misleading, even though it's not on the list. Okay, we can talk about that, because I thought about that, too. Where'd the fucking dog come from? They didn't get a dog until the end. I, we've talked about how we like covers. Uh-huh.
1: Especially cartoon covers. Yeah. This cartoon cover had some weird flaws. So the first is the bulldog, because the bulldog doesn't show up till the end. So if you're expecting a bulldog to be adorable and, like, help out in some way during a romance. It does
0: not show up until the end. We'll talk about that at the end, too. And and it's, a, then, it's a French dog. I mean, they're cute, but...
1: This is... um. So Jack Nolan is green-eyed, and he's supposed to be, like, Irish. Yeah. This man does not look green-eyed and Irish. Also, they took the cartoon cover thing and added details that make it less... Minimalistic than the cartoon covers we've been seeing, which is totally fine. Except, she definitely looks Puerto Rican. Yeah, she is wearing a dress that has a floral print
0: that which she is said not. she
1: didn't own because she only wears black. Because that's like a bad bitch move. Yeah, and he looks
0: unkempt. And there are moments of where, you know, where he is unkempt because he's trying to get her to break up with him, like the Halloween party. I just don't understand it. It's not a good cover. And it, it, why does it remind me of like Sleepless in Seattle for some reason? I don't know. It does, I don't know. I don't know. From. I think. Let's talk about let's talk about unlikable characters and how I hated every single character in this book. I didn't like a single soul in this book.
1: It's very unfortunate that we didn't enjoy our heroine. Nope. I feel that it was meant to be someone that we liked and connected with as female readers.
0: No, couldn't connect with her at all.
1: And it was a problem because when you sympathize with someone who's been through a bad breakup, like literally her ex, Noah, mm-hmm. told her, you just don't fit with my plan. You're not the kind of girl that I have more than a good time with. And that fucking sucks. And it messed her up. Yeah. And that's understandable because if someone said, at the core of who you are, I can't accept you, that's messed up when you've been dating. You're not
0: the kind of girl that I would want to marry, but you're fun to be around.
1: And you can be my family and my parents. Like, <sighs> I don't... Whatever. So, I understand she's hurt. And usually, we can sympathize or empathize, mm-hmm. depending on the story, with that person. So, I was like, man, that suck. So, like, part of me did empathize with her. Because it does suck to be told straight up, like, yeah, no, we're not a serious thing. Or we're not as serious as you think we are. Yeah. And that seems to happen to her a lot. And she blames her sex drive. First of all, No. No. Like, I know that there is a lot of issues with, like, well, if you fuck them on the first date or whatever, it's a signal that it's not serious. Which I think is probably still very true even with the hookup culture that we have. Yeah. Because when you think of, like, qualities that you want a person that you will want to marry, getting naked the first time you meet them is... Probably it, not what most people would introduce to their parents. No. It I, doesn't make it a bad thing. But if you
0: if you're feel like, well, to, why don't they
1: like me? It's because you gave them all the goods on date one. Well, see, I don't even think that's around. Like, if
0: you want to fuck someone, fuck someone. Well, there's no, like, you're not, I get like that. you're not taking the time to get to know the person on a deeper level. You're just yeah. jumping into the sack. That's not how a relationship should start. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have sex on a first date if that's what you want to do. You do you, boo. However,
1: I think if people get the sex on the first date, they also assume that that's like it. Oh, "Oh, we got to the ultimate goal without having to do the other things? Done. I didn't. We didn't have to date and like learn about each other and stuff. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because usually that's like the buildup, right? In a relationship. Yeah. For most people, not everyone. You're building up to get to that intimate
0: moment. You're not jumping right into the intimate. But that's
1: also the difference between like sex and
0: fucking. There's a big difference between, like, them. are you are you boning or are you, like... Are you boning? Like, you're having sex. Like, it's different. You're doing the do. But
1: anyways, so she gets... She feels she's classified. I'm going to say she feels that way. Um, She feels she's classified as, like, this unmarriageable... Unmarriable? Unmarriable. Unmarriable woman because her sex drive is too high. And I think that that's a dumb reason... Because that that's not awesome. what he That's not what he told her No He told her that he wasn't the, That she wasn't marriage material And yeah that was rude And whatever He flat out told her You're not the girl to marry." But like what else Was he supposed to tell her We'll still try We don't work We don't work well together I, but, I don't know But see But she's also so blunt That she probably Would
0: have been fed to them no, she wouldn't have accepted that because, God forbid, you just accept that.
1: So, anyways, her hurt has turned into bitterness. Uh-huh. And she says that she's crossing from bitter to lonely, which is dangerous, which is true. Because you can choose to be bitter and you can be and that's totally fine. But at what point are you going to redirect that rage or that sad feeling into something productive?
0: You can be bitter. And you can be lonely. Yeah. And then there's that weird line that you straddle where you're bitter and lonely and you're just a big old bitch. And that's kind of where she is. She is in that. Even because though it's been two years.
1: It's just she it just shows that she didn't let it go. No. Nope. And I'm not saying you have to let it go. That's the other thing. You don't have to let go of old her I definitely don't. I haven't let it go. And people some. say that to me. Can't you just let it go? You don't have to let it no. go. No. No, I can't. And you telling me to get over it is not going to make me get over no. it. No, that's just not a thing. No, nope. but so she's done it to herself. The air quality here is shit, by the way. There aren't even that many fires in U.S. anymore.
0: It's just gross. It's seasons bad. changing. We're falling into fall. Happy fall, y'all. Except that it's still 100 degrees outside because... But at night... At night, it's been... At night, it's been really good. When
1: I go out in the mornings, it's like (gasps) 60-something. I'm like, fuck you. so great. Okay, so where was I on my rant? Um, We
0: were discussing how she's awful.
1: Oh, so... (laughs) So she, like, can't let it go. And I... Letting it go and learning from it are two separate things to me. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel that way too? Yeah. Like letting it go is like I just don't care anymore, or you pretend not to. But like learning from it is like self reflection, healing,
0: and you're allowed to becoming still, stable. Well, and you're allowed to do that and still hang on to the hurt. Letting it go. Yeah. First off, if you're able to let it go. Who is your therapist? I want to have a chat with you. Yeah, them. I would love to know how to do that in an effective way that won't have repercussions. Because... Because burying stuff does not work. Let me tell you. No. It's a bad work. time. Don't do that. Don't... Just talk to somebody. I mean, Kat and I talk a lot about our feelings. We talk about it in our friend group because we don't give a shit. We had a whole conversation a couple weekends ago. Oh, yeah. We talk to the boys a lot, too. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, we can talk about that later. we we'll
1: But... So she just has clung to this idea that, I want to say, like, Noah sparked the idea, oh, but gosh. she clung to it and just fanned the flames. Yes, yeah, she couldn't let it go. And so she's this angry... It's, she's gonna, it's the angry feminist but theory. not a good angry feminist. Because so we'll get to
0: that, too, how she's a bad She...
1: Yeah, and she's just like, fuck that guy, fuck this guy, do what I want, I'm going to wear all black, I'm going to wear blood red lipstick all the time. She's got armor. She's, it's yeah. very clear. She's
0: trying to be as unapproachable as she could possibly be. And then, well, then we got to get into Jack. Jack has this thing where he keeps saying he's too perfect. I'm too perfect for them. I'm too perfect. He's, no. You're not right for them. You're not too perfect for them. You're too... You're not right for them. He
1: is, like, very much proud of himself for being such a good boyfriend. And to be fair, it did sound like he was a good boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He sounded like a fantastic boyfriend,
0: but... I would want to date someone like him if that was what I wanted to do right now in the middle of a global pandemic.
1: But constantly
0: thinking that
1: you're not the problem generally means you are the problem.
0: Well, and he... Well, let's see. He's... In his 20s, mid to late 20s, whatever, however old he is. And he has had three girlfriends his entire life.
1: Yeah, he's a long-term person.
0: I mean, you can be a long-term person, and that's fine. However, like, I know people who married their high school sweethearts, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, y'all okay? Yeah. Good lord. But it's the fact that he just continually calls himself too perfect. He, I'm just too perfect for them. And I'm like, Jack... Take a deep breath. That's not what it is. That's not it at all.
1: And yet they fall in love. He likes that she's kind of bitchy. Yeah. But he thinks it's, like, endearing that she's, you know, she's not afraid to speak her mind. She's sassy. She, okay. She does what she wants. I didn't
0: relate to to Hannah in any way. However, I will say. We're going to get back to the forced writing style. Because Mm -hmm. to me, the entire book felt crass. I am a very crass person. Where you went, Ugh. Me being a person who is very crass and ha- just a lot like Anna, just says whatever the fuck she wants to. Mm-hmm. This book made me cringe the entire time. I laid on this couch yesterday and made a video for a friend of mine because that's a thing we do. And I'm laying on this couch and i am talked so much shit about how much I couldn't stand any of the characters. Because they, were, they were just that and the writing it just didn't make sense to me. But it's the fact that it's not just the two main characters that we didn't like. We've got Giselle, who's the co-worker, who's just a giant bitch. We've got the boss, who I just I couldn't stand her. We've got their friends. Jack's got some of the shittiest friends mm-hmm. imaginable. Mm-hmm. They're awful. They're awful. It's just that this whole book, there wasn't a single character that I went, oh my god. I mean, And they kept being
1: like, they're knuckleheads, but God love them. We've been friends for 20 no. years. And I'm like, no,
0: you don't have to be friends with your knucklehead idiot no. friends. You can cut them loose. It's okay to let go of your childhood friends. I have let go of almost all of my childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Because that's just how life is. You just, you guys... You go grow and you outgrow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's really fine. And it, it's totally it's, fine. It's a consequence of getting older. Now, if Jack could do that to his shitty friends, that'd be great. We wouldn't have so many unlikable characters in the If Gamba. you can
1: go to a group of your friends and say, What shitty things should I do to get this girl to dump me? You don't have good friends.
0: No, because not only is it going to your friends and saying, What shitty thing can I do to get rid of this girl, even though I really like her... It's the fact that your friends answer with shitty things that they have done to girls. And then
1: he, like, it says, like, he's like, oh, God, you did that? And they're like, man.
0: And you're like, oh, my God,
1: why are you friends with these people? Like, I understand that mostly, like, most of the time, people are going to be friends with people who are similar to them. Yeah. But there has to be some kind of boundary in your moral character. Like, if I was friends with someone who was a drug dealer, Mm -hmm. my other friends would have a lot of questions.
0: Um, we would have so many questions. And, like,
1: I understand that becoming a drug dealer is, there are a lot of other implications in that. Mm -hmm. It's just the example I chose. But it would be the same as, like, if I was best friends with someone that I know is, like, beating their husband. You would say something. And it's, like...
0: You don't just blindly let that you, happen. You're like... You're going to let him be an asshole? Yeah. Like, you're just going to? Okay. Gonna, you're going to be that person? Oh, cool. Glad to know that that's what we in our friendship. Yeah. But, and it's not just him that has shitty friends. She's got shitty friends, too. Well, Sasha's your best friend. From, from college. Yeah. From and college. And that was...
1: Sasha was, like, the most normal character in
0: here? Mm-hmm.
1: Well... Still not normal, but mostly. Well,
0: and his sister, too, I think. Bridget. Bridget. That's yeah. what the next book covers, is Bridget. Hmm. I'm not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna read the next But I mean, yeah. that's probably for the best, because I don't think I'm going to either. Yeah.
1: Anyways, we, we drifted. We went quite astray. Um, just... Building up walls is normal when you're hurt. And that's what Hannah has done. Yeah. And he's knocking down the walls. Mm-hmm. Which is also something that's very romance novel, mm-hmm. very very romance novel. Like, oh, you've been hurt in the past, and I can be the one to like get under
0: your I don't know, what's the word? your rough exterior? Yeah, yeah,
1: like I can get to you. I can get through that hard exterior wall. You don't scare I, me, and I get that. I mean, but it was
0: just poorly executed in my. Opinion. It was poorly executed. But also, we have to talk about part of what her problem is. So she's biracial. Mm-hmm. Her mom is white and her dad was black, I believe. I think. I'm pretty sure that that's so how it was. She kept talking about how she wasn't black enough or she wasn't white enough for the people that she was dating. And it was never the case with Noah, even though that's what she wanted it to be. I wasn't black enough for him. Because in the end, he ends up marrying... White girl. A white girl. And she's like, but she's white. And he's like, yeah, and? and? she's like, but I wasn't black enough for you. And he's like, that's not what that was. And yeah, they have a whole conversation. We- we'll talk about it. The conversation at the end is weird.
1: The, the, yeah. Where he's like, no, that's just how you took it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that problem. It was, like, all these other problems. And you decided that it was your blackness that stopped me from
0: burying you. There was such weird racial tension. that okay. It wanted to have racial tension, but it wasn't there. It didn't exist. Because she comments to jack that if i'm not white just you know i'm biracial like just be aware of that i'm not white enough for you not black enough for black men and
1: i think normally that would be the tension that's between our main characters mm-hmm. and that's why because we've dealt with some of that racial tension before right yeah but this time the racial tension was within a relationship with an ex mm-hmm. and within herself because, whether you're not, everyone is mixed race. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone is mixed ethnicities now. And so, if she wanted to, she very well could have played up either side, dependent upon her upbringing. And it says she was raised Catholic, right? Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then she became an event planner and, like, all this stuff. So we it's to like,
0: talk about the re- we are religious aspects of this. There's a lot of religion in this. Yeah, she's Catholic, he's Catholic, Noah was not Catholic, so they couldn't get married. I think a lot of people in Chicago are Catholic. I mean, it's because of all the Irish people. Yeah. I'm not being weird. Like, that's... Yeah. that's, That's a common thing. Yeah. You're either Protestant or you're Catholic. Neither of us are Catholic. Neither of us are religious. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I did, too. I tried off and on throughout my life, and it's just no, something that's stuck. I tried many religions. <sighs> but, yeah, so we have the racial tension, which is displaced or misplaced. Mm-hmm. Um, we're used to, like, our characters having insecurities, especially about, like, hair and skin and
0: yeah, that, that kind of stuff. because those are normal, like, body insecurities that everybody has. But we're not
1: used to them putting so much stock into what someone else thinks of them where it's detrimental to the relationship we're supposed to be rooting for.
0: Well, and it, we haven't had a lot of um, characters put that much stock into the color of their skin. And I'm not opposed to reading a romance where they do talk about the color of their skin. Yeah. We have had those books, and that's okay. But it was her trying to force being biracial onto the relationship. Just be aware. hmm This is my cultural background. Okay, that's nice. I'm glad we had that chat. We had a biracial romance in the last book we covered. Mm-hmm. He was white, she was black. It was never a problem. There was minimal conversation about it
1: in real life it's generally not a problem it becomes a problem i don't it's not even a problem it becomes a discussion when you have to learn how families do things yeah but that's not necessarily a race thing that's a family traditions type thing yeah so like some families celebrate all kinds of holidays that you don't because your upbringing is different
0: we have, Regardless
1: of religion or skin or well, whatever. Well, and,
0: like, it's, a, it's like, everybody has their own different family traditions around the holidays mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, my family, um, we do Christmas a certain way because we're German, and that's just how the Germans do it. It's just always been that way. So, like, we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. I think a lot of people do that, though. I mean, like, I know people that are, like, like my um, my daughter, her she lives with her grandparents, my ex-in-law's. They don't open anything on Christmas Eve. They open one present on Christmas Eve, and then everything else is done Christmas morning. We don't open anything Christmas Eve. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Because we're German, I found out. We are German.
1: Yeah. This
0: is a German, this is like.
1: A sh- so, like, that's like a shoes thing, and, like, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, how you hide the pickle in the Christmas tree, try to find the pickle. I don't know if you've ever done that. No. it's it- gross. No, it's not a full pickle. It's a, p- a pickle ornament. That's weird. No. No. it's whoever finds the pickle in the tree it's usually for the kids they get to pass out the presents or be the first person to open the presents or whatever. but you open the presents on Christmas Eve at night then you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning then it's Santa Claus presents so like you're stocking and the big stuff that Santa brought you that's how Christmas works in our family and my poor child was like this is not Christmas she couldn't. Um, she could. She still can't wrap her head around why they only open one thing Christmas Eve, and then everything else happens Christmas morning. For us, Christmas morning was you get your Santa stuff, and then you have a nice breakfast, and you get ready to go to family dinner for Christmas. That's just how we do it. So obviously, now we're finding out that we're we sitting on this couch are finding out that we have different you know traditions. That's the yeah. same thing with this. But she makes it so that it's not like well, you know, my family does X, Y, and Z or whatever. It's, I'm half black and half white. Now you need you to be aware of that at all times. And I'm just like, but well, that doesn't matter. That shouldn't matter in your relationship. Unless but I think that maybe
1: it. just branches from her feeling like she couldn't date someone because of her race. So now she's thinking she has to be upfront about it and get it out of the way. I mean, that makes sense. Which just, is,
0: it was also Something
1: ridiculous. that's weird. It's just, we could have not had the weird racial tension, and it still would have been the book that it is. Yeah, it wouldn't. It didn't change anything for the better. It wouldn't have detracted. It didn't or really make anything. it worse either. No. It was mm-hmm. just a thing. It was it's just there. there. Um, unlike the feminist issues that we have with this book. Oh god, but,
0: fake feminism. But you know, um, whatever. Let's conversate about sex expectations and. Ah, sexpectations. Her Debbie does Dallas Bush as she refers to it.
1: So we've got a few things here. We have um, grooming. Mm Mm-hmm. We have giving and receiving. Mm Mm-hmm. And we we already talked about her sex drive. I feel like she's a Scorpio. As much as she said her, like, sex drive was essentially a raging hard-on constantly, there wasn't a whole lot for it. Like, I expected there... I fully expected that after she's a self-proclaimed, like, nympho-sounding person, Mm -hmm. I feel like there should have been some more masturbation or some introduction to something other than a
0: clit-sucking vibrator. I mean, they're nice. Those are great toys. I'll admit Mm -hmm. it. But But that's that's
1: the only thing you have, but you're in... You like, sex drive is crazy? That's it, Yeah. I just, I just you I haven't a had sex sentence. in two years. Because they have that. That's what's getting you through the two years—just the one clit sucking thing. Okay. To be fair,
0: I could go a lot longer without actual human That's sex. Different, <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's very different
1: true. for other
0: reasons. That's very different for other reasons. Ooh, Sorry, I cracked my knee really loud. I didn't even... It didn't even register on there. Good. But it'll crack... Well, like, when my ankle cracks, it'll pick it up, which I think is really strange. It's gross. It is gross. Um, but... Uh, like, the weird grooming thing. God, she's so hung up on the fact that she hasn't waxed her lady parts. First of all... I'm not waxing that. The
1: last time I had to have a full-out discussion about pubic hair with someone that I was romantically involved with was in high school. Okay. Because in high school, boys are still juvenile and don't understand that hair is just hair. No. It just grows there. It's just part of the body. Whereas as an adult, when you talk about things like pubes, it's usually along the lines of, do you shave? No. Do you? No. No. Perfect. Yes. Whatever whatever your answer is. Yeah. But I know that we have had some friend group conversations where we have talked about this because we talk about literally everything other than what we personally do to ourselves. That's where the line is, essentially.
0: Lord, we have gone as far as looking at the Bad Dragon website with our guy friends. I blame Magnum. <laughs> he was so shocked. A million percent I
1: blame him. He was he so shocked. Because he had just too much fun asking <laughs>
0: questions. Anyways. But we but, answered him and that was our fault.
1: But I think it's a maturity thing. Oh, I think okay. that when you are 15, usually males, right? When you're a 15-year-old boy. Yeah. And you're, like, seeing porn for the first time. Like, man, vagina's gotta be bare. No, no. And that's, you know, you don't know what you like because you're 15 or 13. Mm-hmm. However old you are, I don't... When you view it is when you view it. I, you're however, still a child. However so.
0: old you were when you saw your first porno, that's Or, like, your about. first Playboy you stole from your parents kind of shit.
1: Yeah. Like, you don't know what you like until you're older. Yeah, you
0: don't. You For, because been,
1: you think yeah. you're supposed to like that, which is a whole different
0: problem. Right? It's weird expectations, like, that get put on you by your friends. Peer pressure and
1: shit. And she was fully prepared to be like, no, don't do that to me. Because she had pubic hair. Go for it. Like, unless he's, like, gross. And In that case, head. just
0: leave. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. That was like, just... There was a lot of weird expectations regarding the sex. And it's just... Part of it, I think, was his
1: plan to make her not like him. Yeah. But also, the not reciprocating was weird. Yeah. Like, he would eat her out constantly. I mean... And finger her. I and then mean. she would be like, that was, like, the best
0: orgasm I've ever had. First off. First and then first he'd off. be like, okay, bye. Who's having orgasms that, like, that good just based on oral sex? I mean, I've had some great oral sex. I'll give them that. However, constantly? That's not how that works. The body does not work that way. That's because sex is supposed to be for procreation. We just do it for fun. We're not the only mammal who does it for fun. Pigs. Dolphins. Dolphins dolphins have problems (laughs) that's a different different conversation (laughs) dolphins have a lot of problems dolphins are scary um let's go into uh we can go into bad sexting which also leads us into dick pics as flirting that's the same conversation this was the worst sexting i have ever experienced first off i listened to this on audio part of it i was no yeah part of it i was like listening to it on the audiobook while reading along to the book because i knew it was the only way i was going to get through this book the other part was I was listening to it on audio while I built a bookshelf. So, like, I'm down here building the bookshelf, listening to it. It got to the part where they were sexting. And so the way this is set up is Hannah says X, Y, and Z. Jack says X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Hannah. So the whole thing was like, Hannah, hey, Jack, sup. And I'm going, oh, Jesus Christ. And this is a long section. It's like two or three pages. Where I had, a- had to text. pause the audio book read that portion of it because i couldn't handle the hannah jack hannah jack hannah and it just three two three pages so i paused it to read it first off worst decision i ever made in my entire life did you know that on audiobooks when they put emojis in books they describe the emoji of course they did it's like siri winky face emoji i'm like All All right, I'm, I'm, yes. yeah <clears throat> so the sexting is terrible there was no chemistry. Jack texting has zero personality whatsoever and he's kind of a dick. Well, I think that part was on purpose. Either it was ridiculous. So, we have two dick pics in this book.
1: At the very beginning, we have a dick pic that has been sent to Sasha. Uh huh. And she's crying. And this is the point where Hannah's like, oh god, she's crying again. But they're like best friends <coughs> and roommates. Mm-hmm. And her reaction is like, what is she crying about now? Oh, and I'm no. like, What? She's like, this is gonna be a 20 minute meltdown, whatever, right? When was the last
0: time one of us was crying? We went, oh god, what are they crying about now? Nine times out of ten, well, first off, neither one of us are big criers. Yeah. So if one of us is crying, we're like, oh fuck, what happened? Explain, explain, explain. But have you ever cried over a dick pic?
1: No. So Sasha is offended. She goes, he knows I'm at work. Why would he send me a dick pic? A sad one, too. Yeah, it was it was sad from the description, right? Yeah. So, okay. People send dirty pictures whenever they fucking want. Yep. Just because they send it to you right in that moment doesn't mean they took it in that moment. No. And I think Sasha's like, why would he send this to me while I'm at work? I don't know, maybe because that's his way of being like,
0: I'm thinking of you, blah, blah, like in his weird man brain. Okay. His penis so brain. His literal penis brain. He's thinking with the downstairs mm-hmm. instead of the upstairs. Yeah. Um, but I don't
1: understand why it warrants crying. It doesn't warrant crying.
0: And I want gentlemen to know and understand that if you send a dick pic to Kat and I while we're together, there is a very good chance that we're going to show the other. We're going to laugh about it. So maybe don't. There have
1: been it. multiple times where I go, oh, no. <laughs> and a friend, whoever I'm with, goes, what? And I go, I got a dick pic. I'm not complaining. No. I don't mind it. If it's something where I've, like, been talking to that person, you, like, whatever, I You, it's you expect it. You or if we've traded pictures or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if it's just a random person's penis, I'd
0: be pissed. How many times you, have you horrified? can cat have a horrible thing. And she has had this horrible thing for a while. It's her phone number.
1: Oh, which is getting worse, by the way. Oh. I don't understand. I don't know. I keep getting weird group texts what? to fill out a survey or something.
0: And I'm like, they're going to they're they're steal my, more dollars. of my information. <laughs> so, Kat, Kat, years and years ago, used to get just random conversations from someone that we used to work with? Or So, or, I have
1: or, this... So, I got a new phone, like, eight years ago, Mm -hmm. and when I got a new phone, I got a new phone number, right? Mm -hmm. I've had the same phone number for, like, a long time now, but it turned out that this woman or girl or whatever that worked with us at Target, she worked overnight Mm -hmm. and I didn't. She joined the military or something, And left and decided she didn't need her phone anymore or whatever. So I got her number somehow, which is really weird. But she apparently didn't tell anyone. So for the first, like, two weeks of me having this phone number, I had to field so many phone calls and questions and texts. And then I actually talked to a dude for a while. It sent you an accidental dick pic. And I was like, who is this?
0: And he was like, this is... What was it, Jeff? Something weird. It was, no, Jeff was not the one. Jeff is the one that you went on that weird date with. No, that's Larry. Oh, that's Larry. I don't Why know. Why do you know the weirdest names ever? Like Jeff.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so he's like, oh, my bad. Who's this? And I was like, I you're looking for Melanie. This is not Melanie. No, this is Kat. And he's like, well, do you know what happened to him? I'm like, no.
0: It's not her phone. It's my phone. Do you know that scene in Spongebob where Patrick picks up the phone? This is Patrick. <laughs> They're like, is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. That's what every text in that phone was like. For a like, long time.
1: And then I definitely had someone from... Because that person was from Arizona. Uh-huh. The other person that I had messaged from... He's kind of funny. Um, what was his name? Mm, Start with an M.
0: I have no idea. I don't remember this one. All I know is that you got a random dick pic once, and we were together, and you showed it to me. I'm like, do you even know this person? And you're like, nope. Delete. What we're getting at is. If you want to send dick pics, that's fine. Just get consent before you do it. Don't just spring them on us. We don't Especially
1: watch. since, like, this day and age, you don't know who it's going to. No. Because I've also had someone call me and cuss me out for repeatedly calling and hanging up on them. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. they're like, well, stop being a fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who is this? And I ended up blocking them because they wouldn't stop cussing at me and, like, texting me Ew. about, like, why are you calling me at 1 a.m., blah, blah. And I'm like... I'm not. I don't know who you are. Like, stop it. Ew. Okay. So, anyways, dick pics are fine if both parties are down for that. Yeah. Because some
0: people just aren't no. naked photo people. Don't send me dick pics. Mostly because I'm not into dicks. the d. I mean, I'm into them on occasion, but it's not a normal thing. But for like, me. also,
1: it's a conversation you should be having unless you're on Tinder. Like, if you're on Tinder, you're there for the. Dickies, yeah, yeah, you're they're... trolling for dick. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what the whole having. purpose of Tinder, right? Oh, so, like, that's probably acceptable. But even like, you can't send it through Tinder because you have like there's rules, restrictions, yeah, there's... which is
0: good. You should always follow those rules. Please, please follow the rules. Um, let's go into the last final two. We have two more left. We've been recording for what feels like forever. Let's talk about Jack's family overstepping after they break up. Because it all comes to light that he's writing this expose on how to lose a girl because he wants to become a political journalist. Blah, 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 blah. Which is like a weird sub-story plot. That I don't even care about. sub plot. I, I didn't give a shit about any of that. It, it was, was like, confusing.
1: Whatever. And then someone like pulled the rug out from under him.
0: Yeah. It's just, I didn't understand that either. But anyways. It's break breakup. And, and she gets fired. On top of breaking up, because she found out all of this shit. She had a
1: shit date. So she broke up with him and was like, you lied to me. Yep. And then the the following Monday, she goes in and gets her ass roasted and gets fired. And gets fired. And then on her way out, runs into the ex-Noah. Oh, God. And then finds out that he's actually in love with that white girl that she calls Becky, which is rude.
0: So rude. Everyone knows you call him a Karen. Uh, back no, no. You don't do that no. either. You don't do that either. Karen's are a specific subgroup. <laughs> <laughs> a specific breed of white women.
1: I don't know if they even have to be white. Just women. Just the talk to the manager right. ladies. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You so anyway, she has the worst day ever and she leaves and she gets fired, but it was it's okay because her and her friend, Sasha, have a plan. Um, they're going to do their own event planning on their own. They're going to branch out on their own. And they're going to be bigger Their own company. Cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, she goes, oh, she's at home one day and just gets a random knock on the door. And it's Jack's dad mm-hmm. who's there to fix a leaky faucet. And then his mom calls and needs something done. Like part of the, the business that she started. They yeah. Need, she needs her. Um, her sister needs some. His sister needs something. I can't remember what it was because I just didn't give a shit enough to care.
1: No, no, no! His sister offers to help her write. Oh, to be the the, the lawyer stuff, company yeah. to create the LLC the or small whatever. business. Yeah,
0: so his family just starts to overstep.
1: They each do like up. a very kind gesture. Yeah, like definitely an out of your way. Didn't have to do this, but showing you we want you in our family type thing. Which under normal circumstances, people help each other, and that's awesome. Yeah. And she wasn't, like, taking his calls or answering his emails and stuff. So I get, like, why maybe that was the idea to branch out. However, we could have skipped over that weirdness Mm -hmm. and gone right to the puppy. However, However, that would have been
0: its own grand gesture. Okay. So that was the grand gesture. First and foremost, it was weird. It, It just felt misplaced. But then again, that the goes to, yeah, that goes to the clunky writing. He has a great family, I'll admit that. She's a little weirded out by the fact that he, Jack, and his brother just have a fucking fight. But she's an only child, so she doesn't understand that. That
1: as someone who is only a sister, but whose brother-in-law has only a brother,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell you, they do in fact wrestle, even though they're grown men. Yep, yeah. we have video of them wrestling in their underwear in our hotel room. Oh no! I don't know where it is. I don't know why we had that as a thing.
0: <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs> just it's know funny. that I know we full well met on a little homoerotic. <laughs> How weird! It's really funny. Oh god! How's it wrestled in the pool? But it's it's a total boy thing to do. If You have a brother. You're just this. What you're gonna you're do? Just, yeah, they're just, just wrestling, like beating on each other. So it is whatever. Okay. We're going to get to the final point, and then we're wrapping this up, because I'm tired of talking about this book. I want it to never be in my brain ever again after this.
1: Which makes me sad.
0: It does make me sad, but... had
1: potential at
0: the had it. Because it I, from the description,
1: how to lose guy in 10 days, gender swap, fuck yeah.
0: I'm all here for it. did The fake feminism really got me. It didn't work. So, um, mm-hmm. let's talk about how that happily ever after was the most cliche thing I have ever read. Hey, the happily ever after mm-hmm. is
1: the epilogue. Uh-huh. Because really the HEA was that they ended
0: up back together and they finally had the sex. The penetrative uh-huh. sex. Because they weren't having dick and vagina sex. They were only having mouth sex. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Oral sex. God, mouth sex. It sounds like you're just... <laughs> If you can understand what Kat just did. (laughs) Just
1: whatever. Um, So the epilogue is, they're like, man, we moved in together. We should get a dog. This is going really well. Cool. That's a normal thing couples do. They get a dog together because it's like, everyone says it's a practice baby. It's not really. It's just... Can you care for
0: another living being of any? Your sister and brother-in-law had hamsters, cats, dogs, and then they had a baby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was were, a lot of practice. They were making sure they really also, knew what they were up don't against. Don't
1: think a baby is like taking care of a dog. No, that it no. is not at all. Not at all. So they're like, we've been we've been narrowing it down. We really want to rescue a dog. Cool. They've been Definitely sending each that. other
0: puppy pictures back and forth, and like, look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. And mm-hmm. I think she's doing the greatest thing in the entire world. She has held the dog that he's just like, I need this dog. It's a French bulldog who's had a cleft palate repair. Which, first off, that's fucking adorable. I will say that. French bulldogs are cute when they're babies, and then they get weird, and they can't breathe. Yeah. Well, that's because they have no freaking nostrils.
1: Yeah. It's just... And, you know, purebred.
0: Yeah. you know, Whatever. All that fun shit. Um... But it gets turned on her when she shows up to take him to this dog. Apparently, he had some other conniving bullshit. He ends up having... The dog has the ring around its collar. He takes it off. And And she's like, why is
1: the dog so familiar with him? That's really weird. I,
0: you know... He's down on one knee in a pet store. And the employee is like, well, are you going to say yes? Like, just anticlimactic. It was so anticlimactic. Even her response.
1: Yeah. Because, like... (laughs) Winnie's like, will you marry me? And then she's like, are you going to tell me, like, all the things you love about me and stuff? And then he takes that as, like, a don't-do-that thing. Okay. And, like, how... Like,
0: oh, God, it was just a mess. First off, he gets down on Winnie, and he says, Hannah. And she responds with, shut up. That just flew out of her mouth. She didn't want him to shut up, but he surely wasn't going to say what she thought he was going to say. Yes, he is. And he's, you're on one knee no one does that and then he says will you marry me Hannah and then she says you're not going to say all the other stuff about how I'm the woman of your dreams and stuff and he's like I thought I was working on borrowed time since you already told me to shut up and she's like, I still want to hear the stuff. I just needed a second. And he's like, Do you want to hear the stuff and get your ring, or get your ring and take our dog home? And then the shelter volunteer clears her throat and says, I think she's to say yes first. Which point he asks again, Will you marry me? And she's like, Yes, and fell to her knees to kiss Jack and then their new family member. That's literally the last line. The most anticlimactic <coughs> thing you've ever read in your entire life.
1: I think so. I think their bickering and their back and forth was supposed to be cute or sexy. I didn't find that, and sexy. it was neither of those things no. for me. Um, I've been around friends that have boyfriends or girlfriends that they bicker with constantly, yeah. and it's just exhausting. and uh, And usually, people are like, "Are they fighting?" I'm like, oh, "No." So awkward. <laughs> no, that's just how I talk to you. They're like, "Why?" And I'm like. You have to ask them that question. I don't know. It's it's, it's just it's just not a
0: a not great healthy. back and forth. It's not healthy. So like when,
1: having good you know, banter is fine. So like the shut up thing. Yeah. If someone if you weren't expecting it and someone was kneeling on the ground with a ring box. huh. I don't know. What my first words would be shut. I think it'd be oh my god.
0: <laughs> Mine go like, oh no no no. <laughs> Mine would be like oh my god right but like. Yeah. Shut up? Shut up is not the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Mine would be like, oh, no, we're not. What? Why are we doing this now? What are you doing? That's another one I think is very common, right? Oh, did you fall down? Do you need help tying your shoe? What are you doing? Uh, oh, shut up. That's not it. I don't say shut up a lot, though. I so maybe care. that's a me thing. I say I'm going to need you to stop. Maybe? Is that a colloquialism now? Well, that's saying shut up or not saying shut up? Both. Maybe because I don't say shut up. I usually say, I'm going to need you to stop right now. I go, ooh. (laughs) With the hand motion, ooh.
1: Ooh. And then people are like, what? I'm like, no. (laughs) That works for me. Being shushed by a cat. Just like gently and kind of sassy. But yeah, so the HEA, we're
0: all about the HEA. Mm -hmm. We just are. It was just... I don't want to. I don't want a cliche. Will you marry me? Or we've been together for two years and now also we're married.
1: not a great grand gesture,
0: Mm-mm.
1: and not like it would have been a better twist if she had proposed to him
0: because for something I like the,
1: was out happen. of the box. I thought he would, we we recently talked about me proposing to someone. Yeah, as a, as a joke, everyone listening, it would have been adorable. I Shut am your m- nowhere near. An engagement Just no. don't think that But we are talking about Like if I propose To so and so What would that look like Do you think They would say yes It was like random Right Probably
0: yes as a joke But you would have if to we, Warn him and let him Know it's going to be a joke
1: I would be like Hey babe So I'm going to like Propose to you tomorrow And they'd be like Okay yeah. And then i do it And they'd be like Oh shit you're serious Like that's a reaction I would
0: understand Yeah But then he would say Yeah right Okay and this it is just, like, be, random stuff we talked about. It would be in front of either the Princess Castle at Disneyland, <laughs> or it would be at the Star Wars area. Oh, fuck yeah. It would 100% be at the Star Wars area. Yeah, it would. I'm really good at planning events. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, we've talked about you being the planner.
1: Like I said, this isn't a real thing. So no one no, panic. I'm not getting married. No. This is a... This is a joke. This is a funny thing.
0: This is, like, when we are laying in bed at 11 o'clock when we should be sleeping, but we're not because we're talking about dumb shit.
1: Right. Like, there should always be a plot twist. And that would have been... My plot twist would have been that that happened all because I'm not dating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not dating.
1: It's just... We're not doing that. So, like... (laughs) It was bad. It had components that we Mm like. It had a grand gesture. Yep. It had a proposal. Yep. It had the other happily ever after type things of, like, mm, living together. Yeah. Rightfully... Or, like, successful in their own right. Uh-huh. Because he got the job at GQ, and she has her own business, Everything and... Everything was perfect. Whatever. Yep. Right? Yep. The family loves
0: her. All that shit. Yeah. We had P and V sex. <laughs> the HTA. That just made me laugh really hard. Because <laughs> it's the part where they don't have it at all, and she's like, I need it. And he's like, I'm celibate. I want to save myself till marriage.
1: And she was like, but then why are you so good at fingering me? And I'm like... If he's celibate, but he's messing around, d- that's too uh, what do you think he's doing? Jesus. Like, letting you hump his leg <laughs> or something? Like, okay, I don't okay, get I that part.
0: talked about dry humping at one point, just how she it But dry humping is, like, the funniest thing
1: to write. <laughs> like, or to read someone's words about, because, yeah. like, everyone's done it, right? I mean, and in I'm the funny. moment, you're like, this is hot, because, like, you're making out and stuff. You're also, But when, 15. Read, but when you read about someone <laughs> else doing it, you're like...
0: What? Why? Like adults doing it. You're. But There's other things you could do. Okay. doing. I could be making a nice cup of tea right now. mean
1: <laughs> all in all, have components they like. hmm Not executed well. No. Not enough of a race issue to make it a race issue. No. Because you could have removed it entirely and it would not have mattered. It wouldn't have affected anything. Um, fake feminism is bad. We didn't talk about it too much, but essentially what we mean... Is, like, instead of actually, like, empowering herself, she's just being angry. And that's yeah. the, That's not what that is. It's the really... Like, feminism is supposed to be, like, uplifting, intersectional, um, like, doing things that are healthy and equal and make you feel good. And and, raise
0: your fellow woman you know, up
1: and not drag her Your down. expectations are different. Exactly, yeah. And we didn't really exactly have that. We had no. an angry
0: goth lady. <laughs> she was really That was gosh. a man-hater. And being yeah.
1: a man-hater is not a pillar of feminism.
0: It's not. Because it's, not. it's built on
1: equality, not
0: everything else. Like a, like a matriarchy system, it's, it was bad. Okay, having having discussed all of that, having said everything we've had to say so far, on a scale of one to five, cat, what do you rate? Not the girl you marry.
1: I'm going to give it a one. Okay, because Fair. although I didn't enjoy the vast majority of things, mm-hmm. it had potential. Okay, and I did like some of the components that were
0: included. That's fair. Okay. Um, I rated this last night in my journal. I put it as a two because it's, okay. it's not a two. It never will be a two. And I had a conversation with my my other best friend, Emma. She's like, I'm surprised you gave it a two with how much you hated it. And I said, to be fair, it's not a full two. Because, you know, I do half and quarter stars. Or whatever. Of course you do. And at that time, I had told her I was thinking it was probably a one and a half, maybe a 1.75. Maybe. Maybe. But now that I've had time to think about it, Mm -hmm. it's a 1.25. Okay. And a whole one star goes to the audiobook narrator, and 0.25 goes to the rest of the book.
1: Wow, that's way more harsh than my
0: review. I I fucking hated this book. I hated this book.
1: I feel like I also tend to like we have so many books now Mm -hmm. that part of what I've been putting into like my consideration is would I read like would I pick this up off of my bookshelf of already owned books and read it again and my answer is no 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 because I have other books that are similar plots and written better with better characters exactly and I I still don't know about the blurbs on the
0: back I don't I don't do you think they're recycled blurbs
1: I don't know.
0: I don't either. I just
1: I, f- I just felt like there were so many points of this that had good potential and then it was not a fit. I
0: and mean, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Anyways, next, next time we're gonna read what? Uh, next time we'll be reading One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. Uh, this is one that's so that is stoked. Sh- I'm so fucking stoked. Cat picked this up at Target. And we went to, we went on an adventure one night Mm -hmm. and we stopped at a Target to use the restroom because we're adults and we had to pee. And I wanted to go look at the book section because we were at a Target on the far other side of town, one that we don't normally go to. And while we were there, Kat says, oh my gosh, I picked up this book called One to Watch and it's so good. You should read it. And I was like, all right. So I went on and bought it after that adventure and Kat has finished it and loved every second of it Mm -hmm. and said I 100% have to read it. So we're going to cover One to Watch next time. I'm excited about it. I started it last night eight pages in and I already cried. And there's
1: just so much in it that is like really hard hitting. Mm -hmm. But in like
0: some of the best possible ways. I I need to know now. Is there an HEA? Yeah. Okay. Perfect.
1: And there's another like trying to further her career situation like there are a lot of components that we've talked about that are in this book by Andy J. Christopher, but done better. That will be in one to watch with a much more positive and feminist, like true feminist twist.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Um, I'm ready to fucking cry. You're going to because I cried at least twice. Great. I you mean, cried, more. I cried eight pages in. Eight pages, which surprised me.
1: But I think it's because it's hard to read, right? It, it's hard. Not to read. hard to read in the style. Hard to read the content because it's it
0: hurts. It is it is it's following a it's plus nice size character. It's nice to the heart. Yeah, it's it's following a plus size character yeah. and as a plus size woman, it's it's going to fucking suck, but it's going to be good. Yeah. So, join us next time as we read One to Watch by Kate Stain in London. Yay. And please 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 remember that bitches read romance. Bye. Bye.